The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Well, there are no signs of it now, but they say it is going to snow later today, and it could be pretty heavy. They say we may get between 5 and 8 inches. I mean, who knows? That's a pretty wide margin, but uh, that's certainly a lot of accumulation. So what New York City public schools have done is they've closed. They've closed for today. Well, I should say... They have converted to remote instruction today. So the school children are still expected to participate in school, but not go into school. And I understand the logic of this. And on one level, it really makes sense because you don't want to burn a school day. You don't want to lose a day of instruction. And you don't want kids to fall behind if we get a lot of these snow days. And if the technology is there to have remote instruction, why not have it? On the other hand, though, one of the really rare treats of my youth, I said I say rare because I went to New York City public schools and we didn't have a lot of these, was getting a snow day and enjoying playing outside with my friends and shoveling snow. I loved it. It was so much fun. It's one of these things that has really played into my love of snow to this day. And I really feel like 21st century children in New York City should get to enjoy the same trappings and fun of a snow day. So I understand where the Department of Education is coming from on this. But I think if I were the chancellor or the mayor, I would allow children to have a snow day, a good old fashioned snow day. No remote learning, no instruction. Go out and enjoy the snow. Help your parents shovel because it's fun. I suspect you're going to see a lot of kids outside playing and shoveling anyway, but it's just such a bummer that they're not going to be able to do it until after their normal school day. As far as Carmine goes, he has the benefit of canceled school, but we don't have the benefit of remote instruction because his preschool is not set up for that. So we have been forced to call upon his grandparents to watch him for the day. I'm sure he'll have fun. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Everyone, this is the other side of midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Today is special election day in New York's third congressional district, a district that includes parts of Queens and parts of Nassau County. I'm going to get into this a little bit later with uh, former Governor David Patterson who grew up out on Long Island, very familiar with this district and at least one of the candidates. And I'll give you my comments on it, uh, depending on what Governor Patterson says, in a little bit later on one of the other local spotlights. But there's another race that's brewing this year that I want to call your attention to because the calendar is moving quickly. And as Yogi used to say, it's getting late early. And that is the New Jersey race for U.S. Senate. Now, for starters, we still don't know if Bob Menendez is going to run for reelection or not. But a fascinating thing is happening. A couple of days ago, the Monmouth County Democratic Party Committee, these are party insiders, not rank and file activists. They actually endorsed Congressman Andy Kim over Tammy Murphy, the governor's wife, New Jersey's first lady. And the reason this is so is because Tammy Murphy has all the establishment support. So 
And this Monmouth County is her home county. So you would think if there was any place that she had this locked up, it was Monmouth County. Andy Kim is giving her a surprising run for her money. A lot of people don't like the accusations of nepotism. A lot of people don't like the perception that she was always a Republican and just became a Democrat recently. And there's a lot of pushback to the Murphys in general. This will be a tremendous embarrassment for the Murphys if Andy Kim is able to beat Tammy Murphy in a primary. And again, who knows what Menendez does. But at the rate this is going, this could be one of those rare races in New Jersey political history where a candidate running as an insurgent actually wins. It's happened before, happened with uh, Brett Schundler, who won running off the line. But it's very rare. It's pretty exciting to watch. We'll certainly see what happens on the Republican side as well. A number of candidates running there, too. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. You know, it was interesting listening to Governor David Patterson a few minutes ago talk about the race for the New York Congressional District today in the 3rd District, the special election between Mozzie Pillup and uh, Tom Swazi, because Governor Patterson seems to think that the weather is going to be a factor here, and the fact that there's going to be snow, in all likelihood, I mean, who knows, will be a benefit to the Democrats. I have no idea if that's true, but I think it's crazy that people are running around right now worrying about how the weather on a random Tuesday is going to affect the election. And I do have to say, this is one of the reasons I like to vote early. I don't live in this congressional district, but if I did, I would have voted on the first day of early voting. Vote early, get it out of the way, so you don't have to worry about a snowstorm, a tidal wave, or or anything like that. For some reason, a lot of Republican voters have been leery of early voting. Now, I- I've stated many times, I don't think we need 10 days of early voting. I think that's way too costly and not commensurate with the number of people that are participating in early voting, especially for non-presidential elections. But There's nothing wrong with a few days of early voting and the hostility that so many Republicans seem to have to early voting is leading them to only be the, oh, we only vote on Election Day types of people. And in this case, if what Governor Patterson said is correct, that mentality could end up costing them a congressional seat. If the Republicans want to start winning elections, including the presidency, enough of this hostility towards early voting. Recognize that early voting is here and and it's here to stay. And if you want to compete on a level playing field, stop telling your voters not to trust early voting and go out and vote. Because if I lived in this district, my vote would have already been cast and not worrying about a snowstorm to determine who's going to win an election. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. David Soros is one of the most important district attorneys in New York State because he's the district attorney in Albany County. Not only is there a lot going on up there with it when it comes to the regular street crime that we're familiar with here in New York City, but there's a lot going on up there with respect to public corruption and all sorts of other things. And for the most part, I think he's been a very good DA, a very effective DA, a very independent DA, very outspoken 
and very willing to speak out on issues like bail reform. Here was somebody that was elected 20 years ago as kind of the progressive, and he has had no problem saying to anybody who will listen that what's happening when it comes to bail reform and a bunch of other things has caused crime to go up and made his job much more difficult. Well, now he's done something that I find a little peculiar, more than a little peculiar. He decided to pay himself a bonus of more than $22,000 using state grant funds last year. I don't understand this at all. For starters, it just looks terrible. The fact that he gets control of these grant funds and he's going to use that grant money to put it in his pocket. But an outside law firm was asked to come in and scrutinize this and they found that this decision to use state grants to give himself a bonus along with several other staff members violated both the county charter and state law. So now he's in a whole heap of trouble. Right before the show, he released a video surrounded by his family saying that he's going to return the bonuses because it's an unwanted distraction. But there are other people, including his fellow Democrat, Assemblyman Phil Steck, who are calling on him to resign. I don't know if uh, this merits resignation, but he should absolutely be giving this bonus back. And this should be a lesson to any future DA, not only in New York, but around the country, that if you get a sudden windfall of cash, the best thing to do with that cash is not, repeat, not give it to yourself. Big mistake, and I hope David Soros learns a lesson, and I hope other DAs learn that same lesson. Beam me up! To be continued.